Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Around, headed down towards 50, but as far as your lanage, everything should be open. BW Parkway, on and off slowdowns from 202 all the way up towards 175, but no... Incidents reported at this time, just folks taking it nice and slow. I'm okay with that. Northbound 395 headed over towards the exit for 236. Uh, right side of the roadway still partially blocked. In fact, they're blocking off the right side of the ramp that takes you onto 236, so be very much aware of that one. Still dealing with the closure in Alexandria. Huntington Avenue eastbound shut down right at Route 1. Want you to follow police direction in that area. Uh, should be a detour in place. TOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Pay no interest for five years on your new windows. Visit windownation.com. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. To Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Fog and rain, rain and fog. The bulk of this moderate rain will start to ease by 8 to 9 p.m. Not necessarily coming to an end. There'll still be some isolated showers overnight and can't rule out a stray shower tomorrow. But temperatures, not bad at all, into the mid-40s tonight and just shy of 60 degrees Thursday afternoon. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Still pretty soggy out there. 53 degrees in College Park. We're at 53 in Fairfax. 53 degrees on the National Mall. You're listening to WTOP. Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening, I'm Jenna Glick. Coming up, a data breach in October. Some local people impacted and didn't find out until just now. Some of your neighbors who rely on help to afford food may not be getting additional benefits in the new year. The new year brings a new minimum wage in Maryland. I'm Nick Ainelli. The cause of death for a majority of firefighters may surprise you. It's scary. I'm Mike Marilla. A new COVID strain could become the most dominant one in the country. We'll go in-depth with Axios at 8.15. Asia-Pacific markets are higher after modest gains on Wall Street. The Wizards hosting the Raptors at this hour, while the Caps are visiting the Rangers. It's 8 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Jennifer Kuyper. You've probably noticed gas prices have inched higher. CBS's Jim Crisula has more. Industry insiders had predicted gas prices have bottomed out and are now on the rise. The national average for a gallon of gas is 3.13, up six cents from last week. Gas prices have this Charlotte, North Carolina man cutting lunches, cutting dinners, like and money's tight as it is. Mike Samla of San Diego isn't even filling his tank. Just enough to get to working back home. It's ridiculous right now. The average price for a a gallon of unleaded regular gas a year ago was 310. Jim Crisula, CBS News. Parts of Washington State are experiencing windstorms. KIRO TV's Kevin Coe reports from Redmond. The strongest wind gust reported in Enumclaw overnight was at about 50 miles per hour. But strong winds carried over all around East King County. Branches, the road was littered with stuff, so typical Washington winter weather. A storm system that created blizzard conditions in the central U.S. earlier this week is bringing snow to portions of the Midwest and will drop rain in the Northeast. Record numbers of people are heading towards the U.S.-Mexico border to seek asylum. In Mexico City, U.S. officials have met with Mexico's president to discuss the issue. More from CBS's Christina Ruffini. Migration was high on the agenda for Secretary of State Anthony Blinken's visit to Mexico, where President Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador has said he expects it to be a key issue in next year's U.S. presidential election. The troubled southern border is already the subject of a new campaign ad from the Republican frontrunner. 
President Trump had our borders secured. Mexican President Lopez Obrador says his meeting with U.S. diplomats yielded important agreements that benefit both nations. The Michigan Supreme Court says former President Trump can remain on the state's primary ballot. CBS's Scott McFarland with details. The Michigan Supreme Court swatted away a request to prevent Trump from appearing on the state's 2024 primary ballot for allegedly violating the 14th Amendment's ban on supporting insurrection. The court order said we are not persuaded that the questions presented should be reviewed by this court. The decision is the opposite of one reached by Colorado's Supreme Court to strip Trump from that state's primary ballot. Herb Cole, a former Democratic U.S. Senator from Wisconsin and former owner of the Milwaukee Bucks basketball team, has died. He was 88. His death was announced by the Herb Cole Foundation. The foundation did not give a cause but said he died after a brief illness. Cole bought the bucks to keep them from leaving town. On Wall Street, stocks ended mostly higher. The Dow closed up 111 points. This is CBS News. You don't need a job platform, you need a hiring partner. Indeed lets you schedule and conduct virtual interviews all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credit. 803 on WTOP on Wednesday evening, December 27th, 2023. Steady rain in places 53 in Georgetown. I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. We've got an update on that big data breach back in October that may have leaked 400,000 D.C. voters' personal info, including Social Security numbers. While the breach happened months ago, as we've reported, many D.C. residents possibly impacted were not emailed until recently, and here we are in late December. The Board of Elections says DataNet Systems, the company that hosted the breached website server, took a long time to investigate what happened and then informed people whose data may have been exposed and what they can do to protect themselves. A new statement by the D.C. Board of Elections says it's aware DataNet's outreach may not appear to be timely. But it says there were many layers of review and investigation. They involved government and non-government entities. The communication was issued once DataNet completed its review, and the timing was theirs alone. Again, these are all the words of the Board of Elections in D.C. The board also says it knows many email notifications ended up in spam email folders, causing further confusion. We're staying in D.C. According to a law that D.C. Council approved this year, residents of the nation's capital who get food assistance from SNAP, the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program, are supposed to get a boost in benefits starting in January. But that enhanced aid is not expected to happen because of a decision by the Bowser administration. It cites budgetary and staffing constraints. DCist is reporting the council and food security advocates firmly disagree with the Bowser administration pointing to excess revenue. On top of that, the office of D.C.'s attorney general says the mayor cannot do this. The office of Brian Schwab says the mayor must follow the law to boost benefits starting in the new year. Various advocacy groups say residents are not given enough money to eat. The average monthly cost for groceries in the district is more than $400 a person. The average monthly SNAP benefit is less than $150 per person. Let's go across the line here into Maryland. Tens of thousands across Maryland will be making more money in the new year. The state's minimum wage is going up. Starting Monday, the first day of 2024, Maryland's minimum wage will go up from $13.25 an hour to $15. Governor Wes Moore says it'll increase wages for about 163,000 employees across the state. Gina Shaper, founder of a few cool hardware stores, which has locations in Baltimore, Silver Spring, and Tacoma Park, says businesses have had some time to get ready. There's very little that business owners can predict 
going into the new year. And it's nice to know when the wage raises are coming because we can plan for them or budget for them. Many businesses in Montgomery County have already been paying employees at least $15 an hour. A county law that went into effect earlier this year required mid-sized businesses to pay a $15 minimum wage while larger companies had their minimum wage rise to $16.70 per hour. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. The minimum wage is currently $17 an hour in D.C. and in Virginia, it's $12 an hour. A man carrying a machete and a knife on the east front of the U.S. Capitol, arrested by Capitol Police. The police department says an officer saw 23-year-old Jose Marquez pacing back and forth and then sitting down on a ledge on the east side of the Capitol building around 4.15 yesterday afternoon. The officer approached the man after witnessing what police call strange behavior. And after speaking with him for several minutes, he noticed the man had a brick in his pocket. Marquez tossed the brick aside but also pulled out a knife and placed it on the ledge. The officer called for backup and then took the knife. And then the officer noticed the handle of a machete under the man's clothing. That's when this man was arrested at gunpoint. Police say it's not clear yet what Marquez was doing here in D.C. There's no evidence at the moment he was targeting a member of Congress. 807, and they are the ones running into the burning buildings to help others. But for firefighters, it's not injuries that happen during a fire battle that often claim their lives. Occupational cancer is killing more firefighters than actually going into structure fires. Steve Wiseman is the director of the Virginia Firefighter Cancer Support Network. He knows how frightening a cancer diagnosis can be. He's a prostate cancer survivor. It's scary. Last year, more than two-thirds of the firefighters who were added to the National Memorial died of cancer. He says several of those firefighters were from Northern Virginia, and thyroid cancer is the number one cancer facing firefighters in the state. The average age is 57 years old. Well, very young. January will be a month of awareness, and for this, the hope is to make sure fire departments are doing all they can to reduce the risks, and that the community and financial supports are there to help first responders who are diagnosed. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Still to come tonight after traffic and weather, who has the best cheeseburger in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia? Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 95% cheaper and you can get it online? Go to hymns.com slash joy. Through Hims, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, and the process is 100% online. To start your free online visit, go to hymns.com slash joy. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. This is John from 2060 Digital, and one of our retail partners asked us how they can improve their holiday season marketing. This is peak time for profits and competition, so you need to spend your ad dollars wisely. Syncing your digital conversions with your website's analytics and your point-of-sale system will prove your rate of return and allow you to put your money in the right place. For more questions and tips, visit us at 2060digital.com slash DC. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Carlos Ramirez in the traffic center. Thanks so much, Dimitri. Looking at the northbound side of the BW Parkway, new incident just past 410 Riverdale Road. Now, not too many delays just yet, but hearing over the scanners that there's definitely an accident seen through that area. And here's the thing. Basically, between about 202 to the Bellway and points north, you're going to see slowdowns regardless. So just kind of be prepared to stop and move over if you're headed past 410. Outer loop of the Bellway, we did have that, that flooding there on the left side. No more delays because of it. Water should be all gone, but 
uh, chart, Maryland Department of Transportation is suggesting that there's still some uh, flooding here and there, mostly on shoulders. So just be extra cautious as you make your way. Across the Bay Bridge, things are quiet, but uh, Severn River Bridge has a broken down vehicle along the right-hand side. Uh, so be careful there. No delays because of it. So you will approach at speed. 197, we were dealing with that closure between Powder Mill Road and Old Laurel Bowie Road, but it looks like that has cleared up. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Okay, Carlos, next it is Veronica Johnson. She's 7 News First Alert, Chief Meteorologist. Showers and fog. At least the rain is going to be easing here, though, by late evening. By early Thursday morning, an isolated shower can't be ruled out, but for the most part, it's going to be dry as temperatures drop on down to the mid-40s to around 50 degrees. Thursday afternoon, just under 60 degrees, making it fairly mild with only a straight shower. It's going to be a solid day for getting outdoors. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. All of us are driving on wet pavement, but the rain has stopped in many parts of the area. That includes northern and central Montgomery County, Loudoun County, much of Fairfax County rain-free, not entirely though. But all of D.C. and all of Southern Maryland, not to mention Prince George's and Howard counties, still getting a lot of rain here. It's pushing slowly to the northeast. Some of the heaviest rain, if you're on the road tonight, is northeast of Baltimore if you're headed north on 95 toward Wilmington, Delaware, and Philadelphia. Georgetown is at 53. Bowie, 53. Leesburg, 51 degrees. Some of us down to the 40s. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on long fence decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. It's Money News 10 and 40 past the hour. We're checking in with Jeff Claybaugh. The New York Times is suing Microsoft and OpenAI for copyright infringement for using New York Times content as learning tools for AI. Candy's getting more expensive. Cocoa prices have surged to a 46-year high on a tight supply. Yelp's list of best cheeseburgers says in Maryland it's Baltimore's JBGB's. In Virginia, it's Melt Gourmet Cheeseburger in Leesburg. In D.C., it's the Admiral in DuPont Circle. The Dow gained 111 points in Wednesday's session. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Asia-Pacific markets are mixed. Tokyo stocks down about half a percent. South Korea's Kospi and Australia's ASX 200 up a fraction. Coming up here, a new COVID variant to be aware of as you attend some more holiday parties and ring in the new year. We're going live to Axios in minutes. It's 8-12 on WTOP. Patrick was way behind on his IRS taxes. I was in way over my head. The total amount ended up being somewhere oh, just over $30,000. $30,000. Then the IRS came to collect. Started getting letter after letter. A lien had been filed against me. They were going to basically like hang me completely out to dry. He had to do something. That's when I reached out to Optima Tax Relief. Patrick's life quickly got a lot easier. It was very easy. Pretty much hands off. You know, they picked up the ball and ran with it. And how'd it go? I couldn't believe it. I had to ask like two or three times. I saved an incredible amount of money. How does Patrick feel about Optima? Couldn't be happier. They definitely helped me. Optima Tax Relief, the best place to call. They're the best in the business. Do what Patrick did and call Optima Tax Relief for a free consultation. Call 800-893-4133. That's 800-893-4133. 800-893-4133. Optima Tax Relief. Testimonial from an actual client. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Coming up, most everyone knows that big Christmas tree in New York's Rockefeller Center. Do you know what happens to the tree once it's taken down? Stay with us. It's 8-13. In a world where winter's chill can be unforgiving, there's a beacon of warmth and hope for our neighbors in need. The Washington Area Fuel Fund, in partnership with the Salvation Army. 
Thousands of our neighbors face the harsh cold without proper heating, but we can make a difference together. This winter, be the warmth they need. Visit waffhelp.org to make a donation that helps a neighbor in need. The Washington Area Fuel Fund is a lifeline for families struggling to stay warm. By visiting waffhelp.org, you can give the gift of heat to those who need it most. Your neighbors will thank you for your generosity. That's waffhelp.org, where compassion meets action. Give the gift of warmth this winter. Visit waffhelp.org today. Join us in spreading warmth throughout the metropolitan D.C. area. Together, we can make a difference in the lives of those in need. Visit waffhelp.org to get started making a difference in the lives of your neighbors today. Don't be forced to sell stocks in a bear market. Now is the time to review your financial plan and determine how much liquidity you truly need. Every week, we discuss the latest financial trends and what investors need to know about them. To learn more about how to manage your cash flow and to become a better informed, wise investor, listen to The Wise Investor Show at thewiseinvestorgroup.com or find us on your favorite podcast app. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. It's 815 and I'm Dimitri Sotis. Thanks for being with us. We've likely heard the warnings from doctors about the spread of respiratory viruses this holiday season, from the flu to RSV to the latest variant of COVID. That one is called JN1. It's the most prevalent type circulating in the U.S. right now, and we're seeing an expansion of coronavirus in the U.S. and, in fact, all around the world. Let's take you live for some additional details tonight to Axios Senior Healthcare Editor, Adriel Bettelheim. Thank you for a bit of your time here over the holidays. We remember during the heart of the pandemic, every new variant would be met with the sirens and the flashing red lights. You know, obviously we're not alerting at that stage now, but what should we be aware of here about JN1? Well, this has been really uh, picking up in speed since about Thanksgiving. And uh, over the two weeks that ended right before Christmas, it shot up from about 21% of total cases to 44% of total cases, especially in areas like New York and New Jersey, which is usually a harbinger of what's to come. So this is, uh, we're, we're trying to figure out if it's just more transmissible or better at evading our immune systems. But it comes, as you said, at a time when there's just a surge of other respiratory viruses. Uh, flu is sending a lot of people to ERs. RSV is still out there. So it concerns a lot of health systems. You mentioned uh, we're trying to to learn now is it more transmissible or sneaky when it comes to having our immune systems fight it does that matter in terms of how we protect ourselves well, uh, not really. The CDC says the updated vaccines that have been available and existing tests and treatments still work well against JN1. Um, and so they're not changing the recommendations, uh, still saying people should get their shots, should be testing if respiratory issues arise and, you know, avoid sick people. If you're sick, don't go out. But, you know, it's just a time where there's increased holiday travel. There's waning immunity from people's prior COVID infections. So it's just setting up a lot of people for another round of disease and what could be a tough winter. Is it expected to be a big COVID surge this winter? 
Well, yeah, I mean, I think this is certainly what we're seeing is is beginning to peak. The question is when it peaks and and how much it sort of overwashes other parts of the uh, of the country. Right now, it's predominantly in the Northeast and a big pocket in uh, California, um, but you know, in other places, it's still a small proportion of the overall COVID cases. But the, as we're seeing, it's now about half of the cases total, and I would expect that's going to continue for uh, you know the trend's going to keep going for a few more weeks. I think I'll only sound like a name dropper here in uh, health circles, but we happened to uh, interview Dr. Peter Hotez of Baylor College of Medicine last week. And, you know, he was joking. He said it was you, me and six other people that got this COVID uh, vaccine recently. He He's just not seeing the uh, number of people willing to get that vaccine anymore. And he thinks that could make a big difference, not just with this pandemic, but whatever comes down the road. Yeah, well, he's he's right. I mean, the vaccine uptake in the U.S. has been woefully low, 15 to 70 percent of those eligible, despite these urgent pleas from health officials. And, you know, I mean, I, you can understand how people want to move on from the pandemic. But at the same time, this has never totally gone off the radar. And when you have a winter of illness and flu and this, uh, maybe it will prompt more people to seek out those shots. It's just kind of interesting to see behavior, you know, as, as people are so crisis fatigued it's it's kind of understandable but uh this is the season it's become how many, how many winters have we been through like this already where you know respiratory disease is peaking such a good point thank you for uh, updating us on this and of course a happy new year thank you and to you too thanks for having me appreciate it that's axios senior healthcare editor adriel bettelheim tonight Top stories on WTOP. The Michigan Supreme Court decides Donald Trump can stay on the ballot. The final amount of U.S. financial support for Ukraine goes out the door. The White House demands Congress pass more aid for that nation and Israel. By the way, Ukraine is telling CNN tonight it's had to pause its surge in efforts to battle Russia. It doesn't have enough ammunition. Secretary of State Tony Blinken meets with Mexico's president as southern border crossings reach record numbers. Keep it here for details on WTOP. We're back with Carlos Ramirez. He's in the WTOP Traffic Center. That I am. Thank you so much, Dimitri. Looking at a new accident scene. Sounds like if you're making your way along 210 northbound past Old Fort Road, got a new one through that area. Thankfully, not a whole lot of delays right now, but of course, that means you will approach the incident at speed. So proceed with caution if you could. 50, if you're making your way on the westbound side, they're looking for an accident scene soon after Collington Road on the westbound side. Actually, it looks like it's a bit closer to uh, where the airport would be over on the right-hand side of the roadway past that area. State of the left. A little bit of a delay starting to build there as you make your way towards 704. Eastbound side, they do have a broken down vehicle near the uh, uh, Severn River Bridge. Should be over on the right side of the roadway. On and off delays on the BW Parkway. Making your way uh, mostly northbound. Looks like the northbound delays are definitely the worst. one 304 wtops traffic tip line. I'm Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Okay, Carlos, now Veronica Johnson. She is 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist. The rain easing and then for the most part ending. Can't rule out a stray shower, but for the most part, we've got some drier times coming our way. Through the overnight here, still some patchy fog, though, around the area. We'll watch that. And better weather for Thursday with mostly cloudy to partly sunny skies. Could have a stray shower, but lots 
lots of dry time. Temperatures will be starting out early tomorrow in the mid-40s to around 50 degrees, or high temperature just under 60 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Let's take another look at that radar, because if you happen to be driving in much of Fairfax and Montgomery County, you either have light rain or no rain at all right now. That side of the metro area, generally to the west and the northwest, is getting light rain or little rain at all. Different story the minute you get into northeast and southeast D.C., Prince George's County, the Silver Spring area, Columbia, uh, and all of Anne Arundel County as well in southern Maryland. A lot of heavy rain still that is pushing to the northeast tonight. Rockville is at 53, Ashburn 53, and Fort Washington 54 degrees. Some of us down to the 40s later tonight. Well, still ahead on WTOP, the fate of the Rockefeller Center Christmas tree. After all, the lights are taken off and it's taken down. Stay with us on WTOP. This is a test of the Washington, D.C. Metropolitan Operational Area Emergency Alert System. and shine. Time to get your day moving. 7 News is on your side. From the moment you wake up, bringing you local news you need to prepare for the day and get out the door on time. Every minute of every morning, 7 News is on your side. If you think you have a problem with your roof, don't climb on top of it to take a look. It's dangerous, and if you're like me, you won't know what you're looking at anyway. That's why you need a roof expert, one you know you can trust. Hi, it's Chris Kaur. I trust Roofmasters. I have for 20 years. I know the owner personally, and I've seen the quality of his work on my own home. His prices are always very fair. In fact, he encourages you always to get three estimates for any roofing work. But just make sure one of the three is from Roofmasters. How honest is that? Look, there are a lot of roofing companies out there, big, small, national, and local, and it can get overwhelming. But it doesn't have to be. When you need quality roofing at a fair price, write this name down, Roofmasters. Their phone is 301-230-ROOF, 301-230-ROOF, online at Roofmasters.com. And always remember, with Roofmasters, the proof is in the roof. 301-230-ROOF. This is WTOP News. Now 823. New tonight on WTOP, Anne Arundel County Police say they're investigating a possible shooting at the Westfield Annapolis Mall. The police department says officers have cleared the mall and they're asking for the public to avoid the area. At this time, police have not confirmed that there's been a shooting at the mall. They are, of course, investigating and we hope to get more soon. Again, reports of or a possible shooting at the Westfield Annapolis Mall that has been evacuated by Anne Arundel County Police. We're staying on top of it here on your breaking news traffic and weather station. Other news, a man from Riverdale is now charged with groping at least 10 women as he rode past them on a bicycle near D.C.'s DuPont Circle in the West End. Investigators say it happened over the past year and a half downtown. 46-year-old Daniel Grob was arrested two days before Christmas. Police say the attack started in June of last year and went into this past November. There's no answer when reporters tried to reach Grob's attorney. Exercising in the elements can be a breeze, doctors say, if you're 
chill about stretching this winter. I typically recommend for patients to do what's called dynamic stretching before they begin to exercise. Kaiser Permanente sports medicine physician Dr. Jennifer Gordine says cold weather causes muscles to get tighter faster, so a good warm-up is important. Things like squats, high knees, leg swings, lunges, maybe some jumping jacks. After your workout, she says, is when you want to static stretch. Where you're doing the stretch and hold, so things like bending over and touching your toes. For runners, she says, you want to change your, your shoes every um, approximately 300 miles. She adds light movement. Even just walking for 30 minutes a day outside can prevent cardiovascular, blood sugar, muscle, and upper respiratory problems this season. Matt Koufax, WTOP News. Ever wonder what happens to the Rockefeller Christmas tree after the holidays? Unlike all the trees you see dragged to the curb,